Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Good Place. Season 2, Episode 8, titled Leap to Faith. Alright, we're here. This is, this is the moment. This is what they've been building to the entire season so far. The big showdown between our humans and the bad place. It has arrived. Let's get into it. This is a real good episode. So this episode picks up, of course... Right where the last one left off, uh, Sean is in Michael's office, he is here, uh, and he's sitting Michael down to give him a promotion. Because attempt number two, wink, has worked out so well that uh, they're implementing this emotional torture method, this neighborhood method, all across the bad place. Uh, they are they are giving Michael a promotion. Michael's gonna oversee everything, and yeah, Michael now has everything he ever wanted. And now uh, we're gonna bring those other humans, those four test subjects, to the real bad place to be real torture, uh, to be physically tortured. And so we got our four. They're called into Michael's office, and Michael and Sean do the. <laughs> You're in the bad place, idiots. You suck. You're the worst. And Michael makes this big show of quote unquote revealing the true nature of everything that's been happening to the humans in a way that very much looks like he got everything he wanted and is now throwing them under the bus. In a way that very much looks like he is selling them out. Very, very brutally, I might add. And so, now, they're all just sitting around like, oh crap, Michael uh, Michael betrayed us. Michael screwed us over. Uh, we gotta do something. We gotta figure out, like, maybe we could trade information with Sean, tell him about the reboots that he very clearly doesn't know about, uh, and what Michael's been doing for a lighter sentence. Uh, maybe we could just escape, get on a train, and rush to Minnie St. Clair's house. Uh, by the way, worth noting, Janet, (laughs) Janet's been captured. They put her in, like, magnetic cuffs, and she's, like, super drunk on magnets, because remember, magnets get Janet drunk for reasons. Uh, (laughs) Says he's just drunk. The entire episode. And it's a, it's a whole thing. <laughs> uh, so. They're thinking, okay, maybe we can try and get the cuffs off Janet and uh, call a train to Mindy's, yada, yada, yada. 
But Eleanor picks up on something. And she's like, hey. We, uh. I think there's a code in here. Uh, in what Michael was saying. Uh, Michael mentioned a specific philosophy and leaps of uh, a specific philosopher and leap of leaps of faith were all his thing i think what he was telling us was to trust him he's still on our side and everyone else has their doubts but eh, they go along with it they go along with it and like okay we'll see we'll take this leap of faith we'll uh We'll trust Michael for the moment. And then, in probably the best moment of the episode, quite frankly, Michael is throwing this big party uh, to celebrate the success of this emotional torture neighborhood program. By the way, Michael's made a deal with Vicky that, like, hey, listen, I have to take the credit because if I tell Sean that you were in charge of this version, he's eventually going to figure out that there were more than two attempts and we're all screwed. So spread the word. No one talks about the reboots. <laughs> no one, no discussion of the reboots is to be had. And so they're all throwing this party because attempt number two, wink, was such a huge success. And in the midst of this, Michael does a comedy roast of Eleanor, Chidi, Tahani, and Jason. Uh, comedy being a strong word because at a certain point, it just becomes Michael being incredibly, incredibly cruel and saying horrible, horrible, horrible things to them, uh, to every single one of them, just picking apart all their worst qualities. Just eviscerating them. And it's this horrifying moment when you realize, wait a minute, this this might not be an act. This might be real. Michael might have for reals betrayed everyone, and these four humans might really be going to the real bad place to really get tortured. Like, it is, it's a lot. It's a very, very heavy moment. And then everyone's standing around looking dejected. Like, oh crap, Michael did betray us. And then Jason starts talking about how he didn't even get the name of that quarterback I like right. Uh, it's Blake Bortles. Derek Bortles is a stupid name. And then Eleanor has this look of realization on her face. And then, then we cut away from her for a lot of this, a, a lot of the remainder of this episode, for very, very good reason. We'll talk about what happens with her and the others later. Uh, but first, let's talk about... Let's talk about what happens when <laughs> Michael whispers something into Janet's ear, and Vicky watches him do it. And Vicky starts questioning Janet about it. Uh, Vicky catches multiple times Michael whispering something into Janet's ear. And Vicky, at one point, goes up to Janet during this big party. And is like, hey, what is Michael whispering to you? What is Michael whispering to you? And Janet, drunken Janet's just like, 
Something, something, Vicky, something, something. And then Vicky's like, oh no, I I can't get anything out of you when you're drunk. I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna take these off. And she's like struggling to take the cuffs off, trying to get the cuffs off, trying to get the cuffs off, can't do it. Ask someone else for help, and they're like, No, I am not going to go behind the boss's back here. I could end up in serious hot water for that. And Vicky's trying to remove the cut cuffs from Janet. Morning comes. The party ends. And then everyone sees a train leaving. From the train station. Presumably going to the medium place. To Mindy St. Clair's house. And everyone's freaking out like, oh god, they're gone, they're gone, they're gone, they've escaped, they've escaped, they've escaped. Uh, someone must have, uh, helped them. Someone must have helped them get out. Someone must have helped them, uh, get out of here. Uh, they had to have had Janet's help. Well, wait a minute. Uh, Janet, uh, was cuffed. So who removed the cuffs? And then accusations fly that it was Vicky. Uh, because Vicky immediately shows up and is like, Michael, Michael did it all. Michael helped them escape. Michael did it. Uh, and then they're like, uh, no, Vicky, lot of people saw you <laughs> trying to remove the cuffs. You were the one seen actively trying to remove Janet's cuffs. Uh, looks a hell of a lot like it's you. Uh, and then Vicky's like, oh, it's a trick. They're still in the neighborhood somewhere. Bad Janet scans the neighborhood. No, uh, they're not in the neighborhood at all. So, suspicions directly fall on Vicky. Sean cocoons her and is like, okay, this has been a massive failure. This is a huge, horrible thing that happened. We have to, we have to keep this hush-hush. No one can find out that we let those humans escape. Uh... We'll go back to the bad place. We'll draw up extradition papers from the medium place. Uh, and we'll get them back. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, hey, Michael, you stay here and you remove every trace of this neighborhood. Deconstruct this neighborhood uh, entirely. And so Michael's left behind. The bad place train goes to, well, the bad place. And it's revealed that... All the humans and drunk Janet were all hiding under the train. They were hiding on the tracks under the train. And it's at this moment that Michael drops the act and is like, Oh, thank God, I was so worried. <laughs> like, and it's just like, okay, now we know for sure Michael is good now. Michael was helping. Michael was actively trying to... Uh, get them out, was actively trying to help them escape all this time. He is on our side. Uh, and then we flash back to, apparently, like, Eleanor figuring out that there were clues in the comedy roasts. That there were actually clues, little seeds of a plan to, uh, get that, uh, to keep them from detection and to get them out from under the bad places thumb. And they figure out that the Derek Bortles thing is actually a way of like saying, Hey, 
have Janet get Derek out. And they mention the train. Uh, the train was a big part of it. So they go to the train. Uh, there was a little deal in there of Tahani, like, going off and crying at the last song of a party she was hosting. And that was a way of saying, hey, wait to put all this into action until uh, the party starts winding down, everyone's most drunk and distracted, yada, yada, yada. Uh, there was something in Eleanor's that said, like, this is the place you belong. Stay, like, you belong in the bad place. You thought you deserved to go to the medium place, and that was like a, hey, stay here. Don't go to the medium place. Uh, I have a little bit of a trickery. And at one point <laughs> in Chidi's Roast, there was, hey, when you were teaching the trolley problem, uh, did your students, did you, did your students ever wish that, uh, they were the one underneath the trolley, and they're like, oh, we have to hide under the train. Uh, so they have Derek call a train and drive that to the medium place alone, no one else. And then before the bad place, before bad Janet can call another train, they hide on the tracks underneath where the train's going to be and just wait there until the bad place train goes. And also, Michael was doing his own little bits of shenanigans with the whispering in Janet's ear that was intentional to make Vicky react and make her look suspicious so that he could easily frame her for all the scheming that Michael did and all the humans did. And, as if all this wasn't enough, uh, with Derek in the medium place, uh, they gave Mindy St. Clair a little gift of, <laughs> and I quote, a willing sex robot and two duffel bags full of cocaine. <laughs> Uh, they bring Derek, they basically sell Derek off to Mindy as a sex slave. <laughs> oh, it's, um, it's pretty great. It's, it's pretty goddamn funny. <laughs> there are wind chimes where my ding-dong should be. I can work with that. <laughs> oh, God, but they won! They're safe. Uh, they're out from under bad place rule. They are free and they actually have a real shot now. They have a real chance of getting to the real good place. Uh, so now we, we won the first half of this. We won the first half of this whole deal. Now we just gotta, we just gotta get up there. That's the last thing we have to do is just get up to the real good place and have a good time with that uh but yeah we got four episodes left in the season lot gonna go down it's a whole thing so get ready for that uh if you like this favorite podcast anchor.fm slash tv archives so that you can be here every single monday through friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows 
and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything you get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to uh, the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that's not work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 9. Talk to you then.